I got a billion dollar mindset, steady as a flow, navigating all my time spent, letting niggas know. Billion dollar, billion dollar. Hey yo, what is going on? Welcome to the show, Into the Mind. I'm your host, Marlon Johnson, and I'm a parkour athlete turned real estate investor. I spent the last eight years of my life studying mindset of elite performers and applying those lessons to my own life. In my pursuit for success, I've sought out wisdom from mentors who are doing exactly what I want to do in all areas of life. So I've asked that they share their wins and losses with me, and in my search for those answers, this podcast was born. I wanted to share that valuable advice that I was receiving from successful entrepreneurs investors and world-class athletes so thank you all for tuning in this show is for free and my guests do give their precious time to be here so i do ask for something in exchange to show our thanks i ask that the price of admission be you share this if you get any value you go onto your social media you share it with your friends you share it with your family you share it with your co-workers you share it with people in the streets look my goal is to influence 1 million people to invest in themselves and to unlock their own potential and i can't do that alone and we're gonna get it going love it bro Yo, hi, and welcome back to another episode of Into the Mind. I'm your host, Marlon Johnson, and today my guest is Joseph Frangos. Joseph is the CEO and founder of the brand Legacy Makers. He and his wife, Crystal, run a strong real estate investing operation operation out of Tucson. And in their first year of operation, they made over $100,000 wholesaling real estate. Not for nothing, that sort of money is life-changing for a lot of people. However, what Joseph is showing us right now is that was just year one, and that was only the first step in the journey because recently he announced some pretty big news. And we're going to get into that today, but he's going to be moving out to Texas to work as COO for the JCB company with his eyes set on creating a $100 million company in five years. So, I mean, dude... That is freaking <laughs> huge, man. So first off, I just want to say I'm excited to have you on and welcome to the show. Dude, thank you so much for having me. It's on, honestly, like, like I said, it's an honor to be here. And I mean, dude, it's watching your story has been absolutely motivating and seeing you and where you started and where you are now, just that absolute growth is, is it's incredible. And I love it. Dude, I appreciate that, man. I'm definitely, I'm hustling. I'm working my butt off. Got to keep up with you and Crystal or grow with you guys. Not keep up with you, but grow with you all. Exactly. So, yo, let's bring it back to the beginning, man. Like, I want the origin story. I want to know, like, where you were born. No, I'm playing with you. But, like, what (laughs) got, you know, but, like, how did you start finding your way into this real estate business, man? Like, where were you before this? Dude, so my whole real estate journey was started because of Crystal. And like, I tell everybody this, any interview, anybody who asks me, I'm like, yo, I, I wouldn't be me. I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for her. Like she is the absolute goat. Um, she brought real estate to me and I was still working my day job back then where she's like, Hey, I heard about this thing. I watched a couple of YouTube videos and she brings it to me and I'm like, okay, like, all right, sure. Like, this isn't real. And I think everybody goes through that little bit of a phase. Like this has to be illegal. Some, there's no way that you can sell a house to someone else to make that money. And so then she goes to bed and I brush it off. But then I do that late night, like research of my own. And I start looking into, um, you know, what is this thing called wholesaling, right? What is this in fact? And so then uh, I'm like, all right, it seems kind of real. seems kind of, seems, you know, I need, I need to see some, some, some actual belief. And then she, uh, she goes, Hey, there's this event coming up, the all in freedom event. 
And I'm like, all right, all right. She's like, gun ho. She's like, I'm going whether you believe in it or not. <laughs> I'm going. And I'm like, man, like, I can't not go. My lady's going to go to this event. It's like, you know, and I'm like a dude, my chief's mom. I'm like, uh, she can't go. There's all these guys. They're going to be, you know, wealthy. <laughs> They're going to be dressed nice. They're going to hit on my wife. So then I'm like, I got to go. So, dude, like, we go to this event and um, get to meet Carlos and Alex and Sal and Quentin and Elijah Rubin. And um, it was in that moment where I'm like, wow. Like, I'll never forget the drive home when we left where I'm like, this is real. Like, we can do this. And I know my work ethic and I know your brains, like, just us united. There's no way we can't dominate. And sure enough, we, and check this, this is where things get interesting is we get back, we get back home, super gun ho and then um, I'm still in the reserves and my unit's like, hey, we need you to show up and I'm going to be gone for a little while. I was gone for a few weeks. And that right there was just like, we we're like momentum driven. And then that taking me away was such an impact. But then it was like, you know what? I came home like more excited, more hungry and really just got after it, man. Door knocking, driving for dollars, cold calling, bandit signs. And it was about three and a half, four weeks of just consistent like just nonstop consistent effort um, with bandit signs and calling that we got a call on a bandit sign. I'll never forget it. And man, I was so nervous. Hey, uh, yeah, no, we buy houses. This is what we do. And um, bro, at the end of that whole journey of that one first deal, we made $16,000. And that was that moment where like, I sat there, I looked at the check, she looked at the check and we both had like just an epiphany of our own as individuals. And then together where we look at it now, it's like, wow, it was that one pivotal moment that just said, we can do this and we can change our lives through real estate. So let's, let's go all in on this. And sure enough, man, we just hit the ground running and just kept pushing. Dude, that is sick. This is my first time hearing this story, by the way. So like, I'm <laughs> all in on it right now because like everything you described, I'm just like, I'm like, yo, I remember that. Like I literally remember driving around the neighborhood, like an idiot freaking calling everyone just like having no clue what to say when they finally answered going on yep. an appointment like dude like it's scary and like it feels so unreal but then when it finally happens and it's just like mm. the dollar amount literally doesn't even matter because now it's just like a proof of concept it's like whoa yeah. that worked i sold a piece of paper and i made this kind of money i could do this again like and it's not illegal <laughs> That's absolutely mind blowing. So, I mean, from there, you guys get that first deal and it's what, just double down hard now and just, you just, know, all yeah. in? Just doubled. So we ended up doubling down on our efforts, but also going one step further and getting mentorship um, because we wanted to learn more. We wanted to be more, um, we wanted to be more elite, right? And just have an edge up on people in our market, have an edge up on just knowledge and be like, we're the go-tos and what separated us the most that, I truly noticed was who we are as individuals when we go to appointments or when I show up and I'm on the phones, um, being that face of the business for a lot of the sellers that we do work with, they love the interaction. They love the ability to just say, uh, wow, I got to work with Joseph. He cared about me and my needs. I got to talk to Crystal and she heard me out and heard, you know, my situation and how to get out of it. And Crystal's just like, wicked smart it's it's like scary smart i'm like man you're low-key a genius um and so it's fun to just meet these sellers and really get to emotionally connect with them solve that problem and obviously in the end yeah money's great but i was i tell i tell my daughter this and i tell everybody this is 
Um, it's always people over profit. The money's always going to come, but it's the connection that's that's truly going to stay there. It's it's that that emotional connection that you have with these sellers that you have with yourself. And I mean, I can speak on myself, and I think everybody goes through it. You learn something emotionally about yourself through every deal of how much further I can put myself through something that may be a little harder or maybe a little trickier. And then I learned from it and it's like, hmm, that wasn't too bad. I could get through that again. And it just continuously goes. Man, that's spot on, you know, cause it's funny. I find myself repeating over and over whenever people ask me about like this whole real estate stuff and why would somebody sell it like a discount? And it's like, well, they have a problem and you're a problem solver, right? So we don't buy houses, we buy problems. And when they finally get that, they're like, oh, that makes a ton of sense. So to listen to you say that you put people over profit, of course it makes sense now why you would be profitable. You're willing to walk into the situation that a lot of people turn away from, right? Because deals get crazy. Deals get really weird and wonky. And every single one is like its own individual situation. And you can see how other people would kind of come across that deal and be like, this one sounds like too much work and put the phone back down. Right. And that sounds crazy to think, but people do this, right? Because the seller, you talk to them and they say, yeah, you're like the 12th person to call me. Well, why didn't any of them close the deal? Oh, because they all found out it was going to be some tough work and they were going to have to get their hands dirty and actually help somebody in order to make it happen. So that's really cool, man. Cause I remember watching you, uh, we did the role play and (laughs) just like watching how you finessed that conversation, man. Cause you had Caroline being like an old woman seller and you're like over there offering to come over to the house. Like you'll carry her around and show her like, like that was like, it showed me, I was like, I mean, it was funny, but like, it was like, man, like, no, this guy, Joseph really does care. Like he really will go out there and he'll put himself out there on the line to make sure that these people are taken care of, which is clutch. Yeah, man. I mean, you have to, I mean, at the end of the day, um, your business is a reflection of you. So, I mean, if you don't care yourself and your business at a high level, why is your business going to perform at a high level? You know what I mean? No, absolutely. So legacy makers, bro. I mean, because that's a sick brand, yeah. you know, what's the origin story behind that? Like, cause I'm like staring at the logo on your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I appreciate it. No. So legacy makers for me, um, is in fact, not even real estate related to be honest. So legacy makers itself, um, started, I would say it became more prevalent. The, the concept of legacy when I had my daughter, um, April 4th, 2016, was kind of that day for me where I was like, this is my direction in life. This is where I need to go. And this is what I've always wanted. Um, And so legacy has always been important to me. So throughout my daughter's lifetime, it's just been a matter of what I do now is going to affect her in the future. What I do now is going to affect her. And then it became what I do now is going to affect her and the next generation. And it's continuously grown. But the vision itself is now it's what I do now not only affects my legacy, but I want to impact other people's legacies so that way one day when i do leave this earth that people look back and say joseph frangos impacted my life through x or joseph frangos impacted this person who you know right where it's like a it's a domino effect where i can impact one person and it's just continuously happening and so um throughout the legacy makers journey it was bred within the superhuman community um that aaron bevins had started and and there, um, I ended up becoming a team leader for, for this accountability group. And um, we're thinking about team names and we're, you know, mosing them over. And I'm like, legacy, I'm like legacy makers. And then I just 
jumped down the rabbit hole of branding and was like, how far can I take this? Can I make this mine? So um, here I am looking at legacy makers and I'm trying to find my, my thing, right? And it came out to LGCY MKRS, right? Just an abbreviated legacy makers. And I was like, I looked it up everywhere. Nobody had it. Nobody thought of it. And I'm like, this is it. Like, this is my, this is my brand. This is what I can take and, and share with the community and grow. And since then, man, yeah, it started out as just this, this concept that I'd written out on a piece of paper to now people nationally are wearing uh, legacy makers gear, joining the community, doing stuff inside of their community. And as, as time goes on, um, I'm working on building the brand, building the community, doing more impact within any community I am, whether it's in my local community, somewhere else, or through others. And so it's been it's been a fun journey. Um, and I love it, bro. <laughs> Dang, dude, you just got me all hyped up about it. I had no <laughs> clue. And like, I love that right now, like there's a trend, right? You know, if anyone's paying attention, this trend of like success is coming from this place of helping other people, right? You're leading an accountability group. You're stepping up because you step up as a natural leader. Like you come across as a very natural leader. People want to listen. And then I'm listening and I'm learning from your heart right now. And I'm like, yo, this guy cares about people, which is awesome. So to see that legacy makers just came from like you guys in there goofing around and like, yo, what are we about to name this? And it's like, yo, legacy makers make sense, you know? Cause I love the fact that you have a daughter and that you're teaching her this, right? That it's important to you to think about not just her, but what about my family after her and after her and after her and all the frangos to come? Like, that's big, man. A lot of people, they don't have that sort of foresight, unfortunately, because nobody had it previously from their generation. So each generation kind of looks out for themselves and then the line stops at them, you know? So like, we want to change that conversation. So I'm super yep. happy to hear you say that, like you're working on making that happen. And that's the purpose behind Legacy Maker. So let me ask you, like, what was yeah, it like, or what is it like essentially running this business and raising a family at the same time, right? Because I imagine that in and of itself has to be a bit of a struggle or it has to be a challenge. Definitely can be a challenge. Um, one thing, and that's a really good question. Um, one thing that I can tell you that I learned early on was um, involvement, right? Just massive involvement. So for um, people who watch this and hear about this, um, if you're a husband, if you're a mother, if you're a parent or a single parent, involve your family in all that you do, because that's why we're doing this, right? It's not like we are working as, as this effortlessly and relentlessly day in and day out to better our current, you know, current situation. It's to benefit the people that are going to come after us inevitably, right? Things that were passed down to me, it's my responsibility to change that. So yeah, making, making large checks and doing these cool things and traveling, yes, they're they are little moments for me, but in the end of the day, it is for my kiddo, right? So when I say involvement of family, even friends who do believe in the vision, but may not see it the way that you do, because at the end of the day, you do need to convince yourself as well as those around you about the vision. They need to see it. So when I say involvement, it's like, I put Maddie in the car to go drive for dollars. I mean, that was like a scheduled routine, like pick her up from school, go drive for dollars, um, you can look back on my timeline. I had a thing on there and said, get a pretzel for Maddie because I knew drive for dollars. And because she sat there for an hour um, with me, she could, she could get a reward at the end of it. And so for her, it's now she has an eye for properties and she understands it, that we're looking for properties to solve problems. And the biggest challenge though, that I do see, 
and I think it's myself or a lot of people is just time management. It's truly understanding the value of time because it's, it's one of those things you can't, you can, you can pay it once. You can't get it back. You can't buy more. It's a one-time thing. And so once you um, understand the true concept of like the 24 hours that you have and identify how much you need to accomplish certain things, um, find that, that, find that rhythm, right? So if it's, I have to wake up this early to accomplish this, so I can have this amount of time with my kiddo, then uh, let's say I wake up at four. I wake up at four because I know my daughter wakes up at seven. It gives me time to work out, meditate, read. She's up at seven, seven, eight. We're getting ready for school, eight to eight thirty. I'm driving her to school. We're having a good old time, just me and her time, right? Just bonding. Um, eight thirty to nine. I'm driving home, getting my coffee. Nine to twelve. It's just hustle, right? Nine to twelve. Take a little break, and then from you know a little break time till three o'clock. It's it's just working. And then at three thirty, I get the kiddo. And it's just a consistent matter of letting my daughter know, of course, daddy's present. I'm still feeling accomplished that, yes, I'm still physically here and I can give her my undivided attention. But even then with a spouse, it's uh, factoring that time at night. Um, I will say it's a lot easier when you do business with your spouse because they get it and they understand why and how hard it can be. Um, but as long as everybody's involved in it, they see it firsthand, then it makes it more like, okay, now I get it. Yo, Joseph, dude, you just like dropped the hammer, man. Like, I like, I actually had to write that down, like just the involvement of family, because you're right. I think one of the biggest things any entrepreneur runs into at some point, they recognize how much time and hustle and energy they have to put into something and their intentions are amazing, right? They want to retire mom. They want to take care of their wife. They want to raise their family. They want to do everything great in the world. However, we've seen this, I don't know, it's like a tragedy where, they get so lost in the hustle that when they finally come out with the check and they finally come out with the successful business, everyone's gone, right? They have no one to share it with at that point because they didn't realize they weren't feeding and tending to the garden they already had as they try to make the new kingdom. So, I mean, for you to say like, yo, figuring out a way to involve the family, not just even, hey, I'll make time for you at the end of it today. Like I'll time block an hour for you here. But like, well, no, like how can I include you into this how can i integrate you into this whole operation dude that's big man like because the work-life balance i don't really think that works anymore work-life integration no. that's where yeah. it's at dude you have to bro because there's never really going to be a true balance like some in the beginning and it's inevitable in the beginning it's not easy it's like all right how can i how can i accomplish this and i only have this much and like but once you right the integration of timing and, and family it's like oh, okay Man, now that's, that's freaking awesome. And I love that you're part of that 4 a.m. club, man. People think I'm crazy, <laughs> but I'm like, yo, it's the only way to find more hours in the day. The only way. So let Absolutely. me ask you now, because you're making a big move, man. You're heading out from Arizona. You're going over to Texas. I mean, yo, what's up with that story? Because I saw that on Facebook <laughs> and I was just like, wait, what? Like, that's big. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, So... As, as you may know, and a lot of people who may, who may or may not know, um, Aaron Bevins. Um, Aaron Bevins is uh, a successful real estate entrepreneur um, in San Antonio. And him and I, uh, over the last year, have grown this incredible friendship. And he, uh, he and I are talking the other day and discussing business and just what, do you, what is your business lacking? What is mine lacking? And what, you know, what do we need? And um, 
kind of reminds me of a lot of times in business, we, we know the what, the hardest part is the how, right? We know the what, right? This is what I want to do. How am I going to do it? And so we're running through this and he's like, man, I need a COO. And then he goes, his eyes get all big. And he goes, uh, he goes, I need you as my COO. And I'm like, all right, hold on. Like, let's, let's, <laughs> let's run through this, right? Let's talk about this. And so uh, he ends up talking to his business partner, Annalise, and him, you know, they both had a, a conversation. I come back and talk to Crystal. And we started looking at the bigger picture and the vision and seeing that um, through collaboration could be just like a massive movement, right? Creating something even bigger. Um, currently, our business is Desert Family Investments. Um, and Aaron runs uh, Justice Cash Buyers, JCB Squad, right? So you're like, you know what? If we combine our forces and our knowledge, you know, Crystal, myself, him and his team, Annalise, and uh, what could we accomplish? How much could we do? And yeah, the vision is uh, in five years to be a $100 million company. And <laughs> it's a big vision. It's massive, but it's, um, it's achievable, right? With a realistic timeline. And so, yeah, no, I'm making that move. I will be heading to Texas in one week. I will be there uh, as the COO of JCB. Crystal and Maddie will be following me shortly after, but it's a big change, but it's a, it's a you know, it's a play for a big, big game. Dude, that is massive news right there. I mean, yo, that's, first off, congratulations. Thank because you. you put in the work, right? You're not, you're not just getting this position because you're a friend. You're getting this position because it makes sense. You're a capable candidate that's going to ultimately see that vision to the end, which is super rad. And like, you know, it's something like, I like what you said. You said collaboration, right? Because I think a lot of people get scared to either work together with someone because they don't want to split the pie, right? But mm -hmm. they fail to see that, yes, you will be splitting a pie, but the pie you're splitting is about to be way bigger than any pie you can make on your own and keep 100% of, which is like yeah. crucial to understand. So I got to ask you when it comes to like, you know, networking and being around the right people. Cause I mean, you're in Arizona, right? And for a lot of people, Arizona is seen almost as like a bit of a Mecca in the real estate investment world at this point in time, there's a lot of heavy hitters out there. Would you say that there is an advantage to having proximity to these individuals or, you know, it does not really make that much of a difference. Yes and no. Um, proximity in the sense of knowledge is close, right? So when there are these little pop-ups that do come up and there's these opportunities to go and network with these higher, um, higher level playing, you know, guys um, and ladies, right? It's cool to be around that environment because it does show you um, what, is potentially there for you, right? It's it's that someone has done it, right? That that proof of concept that, oh my gosh, I can get to that. Um, however, the no side of it is you don't need that to get to that level, right? You don't you don't need that. Now you can find a lot, and especially nowadays, you can find a lot of just free mentorship and guidance on YouTube and on the internet, right? Or even just people in the community. And having those relationships, I mean, like you and myself could just get off this call and probably create some multi, multi-million dollar company just based off of, right, being like-minded individuals, um, you know. So, uh, yes, there is power and proximity and being in that environment, but I would say it's more so um, also a combination of that with massive amount of action, 
right? Because you can sit in a room of high level players and listen to what they're talking about, but you need to like people need to understand that yes, you can sit at that table, but you need to take notes and watch what they're talking about and doing and applying that to you now. That action is what's going to take you far. Dude, right there, you just hit the nail on the head because I think that's the biggest thing. It's the fact that, yeah, you can take in this information. I mean, we've been seeing, I don't know, I'm going to call it the clubhouse effect, right? Because Mm -hmm. there have been a lot of people on clubhouse and clubhouse has been dropping value. I mean, just it's mastermind after mastermind after mastermind all day long, which is awesome. You can really go inside there and pull out just amazing bits of knowledge because it's such natural free-flowing conversation happening. However, Mm -hmm. You begin to see the, hey, I've been up since 5 a.m. Like I was in clubhouse all night and then you do it again and you do it again. And then like two weeks go by and it's like, you haven't done anything. You have not implemented even one of the things you heard. So what you're saying is like being able to pick up that stuff, but then take back, go back and take action on it because without the action, it's all useless. And I think that's really where like you and Crystal like excelled, like you guys came back and you just freaking gunned it you just ran (laughs) like that's like that's the thing like you have to do it like you have to be willing to suck at something and have no clue but just take the action and just start moving so yeah i mean i commend you for that dude and like i love that bit of advice like you don't need the proximity but it like it can be a blessing but it could also be a curse if you're not going to do anything proper with it yeah you're just like then you're just another person at the table right but i mean hey imagine taking all those bits of knowledge and just applying every little bit because clubhouse is fire i'm not gonna lie clubhouse is sick but what i hate seeing is the amount like you said right people day after day and then i asked them how well, did you take notes man you must have a notebook and a half filled and they're like oh no we may know i'm <laughs> like man you just got a you just got a whole business plan you got a seven-figure business plan handed to you on a golden platter man because i would rather be i would rather be somebody who, and this takes time and it takes a lot of time. If you're anything like me, I graduated high school at 2.1. I'm good at, <laughs> I'm good at taking basic knowledge and work ethic and just going after it. I'd rather just have basic knowledge and get after it than a bunch of knowledge and not. Dude, I'm there with you, man. I mean, like even the other night after um, Quentin had that room and uh, we were in there, we were playing the game that you guys were playing with uh, getting creative with the lemonade stand. Super oh, yeah. thing, you know, and then right afterwards, he started breaking down just like the business. And I was like, you know, what? like he's absolutely right. And I actually like, ended up the next morning, the very next morning, woke up, just drew out my business, put it on the board. It was super simple. And then it's been getting me to systemize my business even more, like to go back and look at like, all right, I'm like, is this thing written out on paper? And like, is it clear? And it made me refine everything. And it was just one of those things where you get inside there, you get the knowledge and you just go with it. You take action right away it's the only way it's going to happen it doesn't happen any other way yep so let me ask you man i gotta like i gotta know when it comes to mindset right i'm big on mindset dude like and you said you wake up at 4 a.m each day so you can have like the time for you to like read and you know like what's that look like because essentially like that's i'll share with you that's why i wake up so early that's really what it's for it's for those first few hours of the day i can work on me i can work on this part of me i can work on my body physically as well and i can do it yep. without feeling guilty of taking away from what should be productive work hours right so yep. you know how are you utilizing your 4am and like what's working on your mindset or what's working on you look like to you or for you 
So what it looks like, and that's an awesome question. I think that's something that you and I, I love about you is that you're very um, disciplined when it comes to, I need to get my morning right. Cause I know, and you understand this concept of morning me is going to take care of afternoon me and evening me, right? If I'm good in the morning, it's going to take me all the way home every single time. But if I'm off at any little bit in the morning, <laughs> then the whole day is a little rocky. And then you're like, ah, and you're trying to catch that rhythm. So uh, morning routine typically consists of uh, waking up, washing the face off, just to, you know, kind of immediately alert myself, grab a, grab a glass of water, and then I love to just read. I just put on some some light beats or some light music in the background, a piano, and I sit there and I just read my book. And right now, I don't have it in front of me, but it's called The Millionaire Fast Lane. Um, incredible book. Absolutely love it thus far. One of my mentors recommended it to me. Oh, just kidding. It is right here. The Millionaire Fast Lane by MJ DeMarco. This book, if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. Ooh, I love new books, so, man. Dude, solid right here. So um, that's what I'm reading right now. So I'll wake up and read that. And then I'll spend about 15 minutes, 20 minutes, just meditating um, to myself. Just just really finding that, that inner peace because you need that, right? You need to feel clear. You need to feel like you brain dumped everything out of your head and just, okay, this is what I'm going into the day with. And so um i like to sit down and meditate and then i like to write down um either my goals for the day um it's not always in order it's not always gonna be my goals or a 10 idea muscle um it'll be either either or but writing down my goals for that day writing down how my day is gonna look and truly just building that structure around my day and what's nice about waking up early is it's quiet my phone's not getting blown up my kiddo my kiddo and the wife are asleep dogs are asleep right i mean he's chilling over here knocked out <laughs> But it's, um, it's that true waking up early and setting the tone for the day. Because if I set my tone strong, then I'm good. And then I can go to the gym. I feel healthy physically. I feel healthy mentally, emotionally. I feel good. So then I can get home, shower, and then my day starts off. It's Maddie wakes up and it's like, all right, here we go. Dude, I freaking, I love that. Because like it's, you just hit on so many things, right? Because people try and figure out like, what's the purpose of waking up so early? That's it, right? Where else do you find in your day uninterrupted solitude, right? You can do whatever you want. You don't feel bad about it. You're not blowing off work. You're not blowing off your kids. You're not blowing off your wife. You're not blowing off the dogs. You're not blowing off anything. And you have that for yourself. You create that space, right? Because it's important because the rest of the day will not give you the space, right? If you try and take it from the rest of the day, there's going to feel, there's going to be this feeling of, like, all right, like I'm spending the time here when it should be spent here. So now you're like having to make that extra decision. And people don't understand, like that weighs at you over time. So being able to have that morning time to really lock it in, that's solid, man. I really appreciate that. And I like that you said you sit and meditate too and like find center because yeah. we don't hear a lot of guys talking about that, right? Especially not guys. <laughs> like, I mean, you're walking around with the muscles. Back, you know? So it's like, yo, you're breaking that barrier for a lot of dudes. So like, hey, man, like, I kind of want to meditate too. It's like, bro, you should be meditating. You should be yeah. taking that time to really get close to yourself, get like, pray, think, like write out your day. Right. And that's a big one, man. Like I think a lot of people, I mean, we just left new year's, right. We just left new year's resolution time and people were writing out the year, which I'm all for, like, I'm a huge proponent of like mapping out the future, but then mm -hmm. also taking each day and creating the entire year within a day, right? Write out your, how do you want your day to go? I swear to you, dude, like some of my best deals like have come 
from me, like, I don't know if I did it purposefully or not, but like, I would sit right before I'd call the seller and I would write how the conversation was going to go. And the conversation would end mm. up going that way. And I was just like, I need to do this every time I have a hot lead, like every single time, like just write out <laughs> and the conversation is going to go like this because there's power to it, right? You set the intention and now you have a target to aim at. So to hear you do that each day or as often as you can, that's big, man. Just the power of manifestation, man. It's, it's you, cause you just touched on a lot of solid points, right? Writing out how the conversation is going to go. Um, it's super, super like, it's fun because you never know, like you could manifest this whole thing right in front of you and watch it just come to fruition. And then it's like, oh my gosh, like you just said, right. I need to do this every time. And that's something that I think um, is really important. One of my mentors told me that uh, when you have a, when you're at your best, when you're at your absolute best, write down how you feel, write down the emotions, write down um, what your mindset was like, write down everything that was going on and make that replicate that day. So those days where you are down at your bottom, you aren't feeling your peak. Remember what you really are like, because this is who you really are, right? And so it's cool to look back and be like, man, like that's that's the true me. See, and like right here, like I want to like go on a little bit of like a rabbit hole right here for a second because this <laughs> is like an important conversation because that reminds me of psycho cybernetics, right? And, you know, that's one of the things that um, Maxwell Maltz talks about. He really says, envision that perfect day, right? And recreate that energy. And it's funny because earlier today I had somebody ask me because they knew I did used to do parkour and they were just curious about it. So they were just asking me a little bit about that. And I said, well, you know, one of the biggest things that I found was as an athlete or as somebody that's looking to pursue like physical health, nothing changes in your body until you mentally change how you see yourself. Because I've mm. seen so many people that go to the gym, they work out and they want to change and they're working out there. They're working out really hard. Like they're putting in constant effort. They're starting to eat healthier and they're doing this, you know, even consistently for two, three, four months, but they're not seeing a change and they cannot figure out why. Like, they're just like, it makes no sense. And I used to not know why. I used to be like, that does make no sense. Like you're doing all the right things. But then you start to realize when you talk to them, they'd say things like, yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm fat, but like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be skinny. It's like, oh, you still see yourself as the fat person working out. You still see yourself as the unhealthy person working out, the unhealthy person on a diet, the unhealthy person going to the gym. You still have the self image of this is who I am. This is what I look like. This is what I feel like. And that person is showing up every day. And it's like, me when I go to the gym, like I see myself as like the healthy person. Like I just, yeah, I'm healthy. I'm strong. I'm like here to move. I'm here to play. I'm gonna overcome challenge. Like that's just what's in here. Like that's just how I see myself, regardless of how the rest of the world sees me. And so then it reflects in my body. And I was just like, huh. It works the same way in business, right? Yeah. When you see yourself as like, hey, I'm a closer. I'm a successful entrepreneur. Even before you've produced the result, it begins to happen, right? And it sounds like yeah. you've experienced the exact same thing on your end. Oh, I'll do it all the time. And it's, and it's really, I'm big on like affirmations and declaring things in my life, even with my, my family, right? Even with my daughter, we do affirmations. When we get to school, there's like one spot. It's like four minutes before we get to the door to school and I always have her do it. I'm the best. I'm successful. I, you know, right? Like just constant i'm intelligent um because you have to tell yourself these things because we as as a society are taught to tell ourselves 
I'm not good enough. Or even society itself tells you you're not good enough. This is who you really are. This is the standard. And it's like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to be a part of that statistic anymore. I'm going to be a part of this one that I'm creating for myself. And I'm going to join that 1% that everybody's always working towards. But I truly work towards my 1%. You know what I'm saying? Dude, <laughs> dude you just like, you just like blew my mind for saying that. Because essentially, you're just like, yo, I'm not about to join the rest of the population. I'm going to create my own 1%. That's mm -hmm. truly what makes it the 1%. Wow. Yo, Joseph, <laughs> like, like, nobody ever said that to me. That's my first time hearing that. So, like, you get credit because I'm going to be saying that to people now going forward. And, like, I'm just going to be like, oh, I got it from Joseph, man. Like, dude, he's out here making legacy makers, dude. Like, he's just creating for the next generation because that's so true. Like you really have to be willing to stand out and to be abnormal if you want to have an abnormal life. Right. And abnormal isn't always a bad thing, right? Abnormal yeah. is being able to go out and provide for your family and be able to make that time and to be able to make, you know, seven, eight, nine figures, whatever it is you want to be able to fly around the world first class or to be able to feed the needy and feed the hungry, whatever that's abnormal because normal is yeah. a nine to five. So dang, dude, that just, that really hit home for me. <laughs> well, I'm glad, bro. That's the, that's the mindset, bro. When it comes to legacy is this, it's just that it's, I'm, I'm writing my own legacy. I'm taking what was handed down to me. And I always tell people, this, this is something I think everybody needs to understand is whether you have kids or not, whether you have a wife or a husband or whatever, a significant other, it doesn't matter. Everybody has a legacy. It just, it's a fact. You were given something, something was given to you and you have a decision to make one. You can either change it for the better and you can make it yours and you can make it your 1% of a life and just absolutely dominate whatever you're doing, or you can leave it be the same and let that carry out, whatever that may be, whether it's depression, anxiety, frustration, anger, whatever, right? You have a decision to make. And obviously I'm not saying when you're born, it's like, you know this, but as you get older and you become more aware and you start seeing the things around you, your environment, I think everybody goes through at some point in their life, they look at their environment and then it's that snap of like, is there more? And then once you identify that there is, right? Again, we identify the what. The biggest thing that I want to spread amongst the, the society is the how. How can you get there? And, and just being like, this is how. Take this and, I, and just go. And you got it. Dude, that's big. That's a really big mission right there, man. Like, and I, that resonates with me. And that's why I think you and I connect. Because like, that like, hits home for me just as much as it hits home for you. So that's, dude, that's big, man. I'm looking forward to you, uh, to you growing even more, being able to help more people. I so, appreciate it, bro. You know, I, I do want to be respectful of your time, but I got, a, you know, two questions I like to ask people, right? I always ask people when they come onto the show, right? Shoot. One is clearly you like to read, man. You already gave me a book recommendation. So besides <laughs> the millionaire fast lane, right? And besides you can't name Rich Dad, Poor Dad or Thinking Global <laughs> because like, everyone's named those and like this is how i get my reading list so like i need some new books too but like can you name two other books that you have picked up that have been just paradigm shifts for you right you picked them up your mind got stretched and it never quite went back to the same so one book for sure was h3 leadership that was a book that i absolutely loved um that book helped mold me quite a bit and then the second book i think everybody knows this book is traction you can't go wrong with traction. That's a good um, one. 
you know, I mean, traction, um, or even how to teach a kid to ride a bike at a seminar is a solid book to read. Yeah, that one's actually, uh, Will's been trying to put me onto that for a long time. And I finally got around to picking it up and I was like, damn, I probably should have picked this up a couple months ago when you first mentioned it, but <laughs> no, we live and we learn, right? Hey, it's all about timing, man. Yeah, no, for real. So then, you know, I got one more question for you and this one is my all time favorite question. Let's imagine tomorrow morning you wake up and you're in your room. It's four o'clock, but you're a blank slate. You don't remember anything, right? So we don't remember any of the real estate. You don't remember any of the YouTube videos. You don't remember any of the driving for dollars, bandit signs, calls. You don't remember school. Like, I mean, blank, like nothing is in there, not even your name. However, Mm -hmm. There is one piece of like one knowledge, like one little piece of wisdom, like a little nugget of wisdom, and it's lodged in your mind. And for whatever reason, you believe it to be true, right? You're not questioning it. You're not thinking, why am I thinking this? You just take it and you run with it and you start from there, right? What would you want that one piece of wisdom to be? Uh, it's said by Will Smith, and it goes like this. <laughs> Fail early. <laughs> fail often and fail forward because it's, it's just, I think it, it's just that entrepreneurship. It's, it's literally just an accumulation of failures, right. That astounded to become some sort of success, right. We all fail in entrepreneurship. It's going to happen. It's not like every call we make is perfect. Every lead isn't a lead. Every system isn't perfect. Right. It's just, you fail, you fail, you fail. And it's like, you crack the code, that aha moment in your life, in your life, in your business. And it's like, that's it. So for me, that quote's always resonated with me just so much to where it's like, whether it's in the gym, as a parent, it's like, it's not going to be perfect. And that's okay. You can fail. Just understanding to get it out of the way, get it done often and just get it done and go forward. Just fail forward and just keep on pushing. Dang, dude. Yo, you were just dropping like, little bombs of wisdom <laughs> out here today, man. it's like you're, you're channeling like the inner dad wisdom already like you already got that locked in no seriously man because like that's the biggest thing i see so many people are afraid to fail and like i know i've like suffered from that in the past of like wanting to make things perfect that like you're thinking like all right like how do i make this better how do i make it better it's like it's never going to be perfect put it out there get started you're going to get better as long as you don't stop you're eventually like that's the only choice it's nature like it's going yeah. to improve. It's the only way it works. So, I mean, dude, that's big. So, I mean, for, I mean, you definitely have to like people listening to this, like you have new fans. So now where can these new fans find you, man? Like, cause they're just like, yo, who is Joseph Frangos? Like, I need to hear more from him. I need to see more of him. Like, where can they go to get you, man? Uh, they either go on Facebook and just look up Joseph Frangos or go on Instagram. Same thing. Joseph Frangos. And uh, I always say this to anybody and everybody who hears this, it's just hit me up in my DMs and any questions that, that you have or they have, you know, they just, just slide on in there and, and I'll get back to you, you know, like it's lit. Yo, it's true, guys. Like he will respond to you. He will help you out as much as he can. And yo, find him on Clubhouse as well. Cause you and Tino have been like having like some dope conversations on Clubhouse. So it's just like, definitely go find my man on Clubhouse too. interact with him there, catch him live. You know, it's like having a phone conversation with him, man. It's, it's powerful Yo, i appreciate you bro dude i appreciate you for coming on man for making the time to like do this with me today and to share your knowledge share your wisdom and share your experience it means a lot brother 
No, man, thank you so much. And like, truly, like I said, it's, it's an honor and, and a blessing to, to be a part of a part of your, your upcoming and be on the show with you and, and, and honestly just be interviewing. You're an awesome interviewer, bro. Like you're incredible. Dude, I appreciate that big time, man. We're going to have to get like round two. We're going to see how next year goes. We're going like to get back, get you back in here. Like, all right, man. So it's been a year. What's going on now? <laughs> like, Dude, we didn't do 100 million. We did 500 million. Like, shh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm going to manifest that now. Let's make it happen. Okay, guys. So I really hope you enjoyed that interview. Once again, I ask that if you receive any value at all, I mean anything, if one thing stood out to you, leave a comment below. Let people know what that thing was. Let us know what it was. We do read all of the comments and absolutely share this with a friend. That is how we help each other, okay? The best thing you can do is pass on knowledge and information that's helping you grow. Send that out to your friends. Help them grow. Build your network and build your power team. Let's all get this together. So I want you guys to click that share button, click that like button, subscribe. Make sure you're here for the next episode. And remember that the greatness is already inside of you.